with Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. All right, awesome. Last week was amazing. <laughs> yes, with Austin. Yes, that was a sick, sick show. Mm-hmm. And if you missed it, it's on Ryan-Reese.com. You can get the past show with um, a former lead singer of or from Of Mice and Men. And we had a bunch of people uh, calling, taking calls. It was awesome. But we were actually really promoting the interview session that we did at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar, which we had a full house and a lot of young people that have never been in church before. It was incredible. And he was outside the hell late. Until three, three in the morning. Three in, in the morning. morning outside, signing autographs, taking pictures, just Praying hanging with out people, with people. Talking to people. Yes. Right? I told him, I said, man, let's, you know, if you want to just kind of speed up this line, I mean, literally, there was this huge line of a thousand yes. kids in line to, to meet him. And I'm like, let's just kind of speed up. He goes, no, man. He's like, I'm going to be here. I'm going to talk to every single one, pray with them if they want to pray, shake their hands, take a picture, autograph, do whatever I want to do, whatever I can. And literally, three in the morning. I've never seen that before. He's a genuine guy. He really cares for people. You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. a lot of people out there who are famous or, you know, that have fans that I think take him for granted, but he's there to serve them. You know what I'm That's saying? Nice and he makes sure that they feel like he loves them. And that's amazing because that's what people want to feel. They want to feel loved. You know what I'm saying? They geek mm-hmm. out on all these people. But, you know, how many of them really like take the time to be like, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Or to, you know, take that time to sit with them and, you know, take pictures with them and whatever it is. It was just awe. That was there, an awe of it all. Let's put it that way. You were, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one girl that was uh, suicidal and she was actually got checked into a mental clinic or what do you call that? Like one of those hospitals. Psychiatric was, like, Yeah, a hospital. And she was uh, suicidal and her dad ended up texting Austin that night. He shared the story and he Austin never really, uh, not text him, but she, he tweeted him and he doesn't really like, he doesn't do phone calls that calls right. people. It's not his really his deal. Yeah. If you're in person, he'll hang out with you, right. but he doesn't do phone calls. You know, it's dude have how many phone calls? Exactly. <laughs> but something led him, or it was God that led him to actually call this girl, and he actually ended up calling that girl, and she actually ended up coming to the church and, and getting saved. Wow. And uh, we saw her the next week, and she was doing great. Wow, that's awesome. So, uh, it, yeah, it was, he's, he's the real deal, you know, not to just take, take the shine off him for being amazing, but there's one other person I know that's amazing like that is Sonny Sandoval from POD. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, he'll be there and hang out with the people all right. night. And those two, those two guys are kind of similar. Like you know, and they're like kind of yeah. like the way they their approach. They're very yeah, humble. They're, they're, and, right. b- they're both like take can take over a stage with like so much emotion, this raw emotion, yeah. and then they're both pretty chill. Yeah. Like when they're like in studio, they're just down to earth, calm, right. spirit. They're very but, similar, and you know what? They never met. Really? For real? They I've been trying to connect them. I mean, they they're on <laughs> they a text know message of each other completely. You could tell he right. gave a lot of props to POD. Yeah. but they never here. sat in a room or at lunch or whatever and met. Wow. When they meet, something's going to happen. Yeah, that's awesome. Because they're, sure. they're both very similar. Right, they are. So let's give out the number. The number is 888 We'll be taking your calls tonight. Yeah. And I got Sean McKeon. 
and Melinda Reese in studio. Yes. You know, As always. It's been amazing being a part of this radio show for over the last two and a half years. Time's gone by so fast, and we've been able to c- connect with so many listeners that are out there. Um, I was telling Ryan about this just a little bit ago. I think that we have a lot of new listeners over the time. Uh, there's probably a lot of people that follow on Instagram, social media from Ryan and the whosoever's and everything. And I thought it'd be like a good time tonight for a little bit to just kind of kind of cast a vision again of like what birthed the whosoever's kind of like where it is at today. But really, Ryan, I th- why don't you go back to like the some simple roots of how God brought some of you guys together that started what we, is known as the whosoever's now. Nine years ago, I was uh, for, oh, for from what year? 1998 to 2008, 10 years, I was managing a professional skateboard team working in the music industry and uh, just uh, wiling out, got hooked up on hooked on drugs and alcohol and all the other stuff because I was making all these bad, poor life decisions, which normally happens when you start making bad, poor decisions in your life. You get caught up in stupidness. So uh, I had a, I basically OD'd in a hotel room nine nine years uh, after nine day, uh, ten days of Xanax and cocaine, and I gave my life to Jesus, and um, just basically kind of disconnected from everything to see uh, to get sober number one, and then to find out what God wanted to do in my life. And as I started getting plugged into the church, reading, praying, listening to Chuck Smith Bible studies, um, God started opening doors. He started bringing people in my life. He brought Sonny Sandoval, the lead singer from POD, into my life. Mm-hmm. I knew him from the past. And I read Head's book, guitar player from Corn, and related with him. Like, you know, I wasn't a rock star, but I dealt with the same drugs and alcohol and just that kind of the whole rock and roll industry. And I related to him, and God put him in my life. And then he put Lacey Sturm, the lead singer from uh, Flyleaf, in my life and, you know, even connected me with the metal militia guys. And God started putting all these people in my life. And during that time, you know, we all had a testimony, just like you have a testimony, you have a testimony, mm-hmm. you listeners all have a testimony, how you found God and how God transformed your life. And uh, God just led us to go out and, and start telling our stories because we felt the this overwhelming need and urge to let people, let high school students know about our story because we didn't want them to make the same decisions that we made. We were tired of seeing people OD. We were tired of seeing uh, kids commit suicide. We were tired of seeing people in depression. We were tired of seeing people with anxiety. We were tired of seeing people struggling with pornography and all these other things that the world is force-feeding, even their sexuality with homosexuality, bisexual, pansexual, and all these things that we knew that we had a story. And if we could just help one person give their life to the lord let them know about jesus christ that their life will be transformed that they could live out this this life that they were created for then we would do it Mm. we didn't have a game plan we didn't plan to do big music festivals or we were just like okay can we go speak in front of 10 kids at chino high school we're there can we go speak at a rehab in front of five people we're there where can we tell our story and as we started uh god started opening doors it just kind of snowballed this effect and we started doing big music festivals 18,000 people, 10,000 people. And then um, we would still continue to speak at schools in front of 10 people in a classroom or wherever. And as the years went on, God, you know, got us on tours. And, you know, the movement just started growing in the sense to uh, more people, more people started getting saved. More kids started getting saved. People in the action sports industry started getting saved. Skaters, skateboarders started getting saved. UFC, uh, 
fighters started getting saved. All these people started getting saved for the last nine years, and it all boiled down to where we're at now is uh, we just kind of decided what are we going to do moving forward over the last three years, and we decided that why do these big music festivals when we can just go directly to the kids at the public high schools? So for the last three years, we launched the Kill the Noise High School Tour, and it's focused. Our whole focus with the with the Whosoever's Movement is to go into the public high schools and reach these kids. When you th- start thinking about how, well, let me ask you this question: mm-hmm. How many kids in public high schools are Christians? I don't know, but what percent you think? Uh, they're probably a low number that are one percent. Uh, it depends. I would, I would say like two percent. Two max. Yeah. 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 We'll we'll say three. Yeah. Just just cause. Exactly. Three percent of kids in public high schools are not Christians. So we go, why don't we go to these high schools? If we can go into the gymnasium, we can give the gospel, which we're doing, and we're packing the gymnasium. So now we have a room full of non Christian kids and we're we're preaching the gospel. We only have like thirty minutes with them. Mm. So we're giving them the gospel message and we're asking them if they want to receive Jesus Christ. So we're doing it, and as we're seeing the Holy Spirit pour out, we're seeing like the whole place get saved. And then we're giving them the Gospel of John, courtesy of the Gideon Bibles. They give us free Bibles, or Gospel of John's. Then we get plugged into the Christian club, and then the Christian club is getting unplugged into the churches. Or if we're working with a church, like right now, we know we're going to, um, uh, where is it, uh, up north in uh, Seattle. Yeah. We're working with Wayne Taylor's church. They're going to fly us up. We're going to do the Wake Up Message, which is the tour I'm doing. And then what happens is we go in to the high schools. I'm hitting five high schools in five days, and I'm going to speak at the churches at night. So with the weekends, I'm hitting seven churches and five high schools in one week. What is that? That's like uh, almost 14 events. Right. Let, let's go. I was going to say, let's back it up. And what what is the whosoever's though? Why the name? What does that mean? Let's let's. How did that all transpire? The whosoever's name came from. Sonny, he used to go to Mike, or he still does go to Mike Mike McIntosh's church. And basically he was sitting there and there was that verse, whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. John 3, 16, the Mm -hmm. God so loved the world verse. He saw that word, whosoever's. And he basically was saying, man, if I ever started a reggae band, I would love that name, the whosoever's. (laughs) But unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, when we went to Israel together, Sonny and I, after I got saved, uh, he told me he had this name called the Whosoever's. But he said, you know, I, I would like to use it for a band, but I could see it as a worldwide movement, mm. reaching people for Christ. And it wasn't any under any umbrella of any church. It was all churches working together, the Whosoever's. Mm-hmm. Whosoever believed, whosoever is a Christian that believes in Jesus Christ, we all work together to reach the world for Christ. Mm-hmm. And when we were out there and I heard about that, I said, man, this I could help put this thing together. And uh, so we created a logo. And we started going out speaking. You know, it's crazy is because how everything became so natural. Mm -hmm. You know, if if you're tuning in right now, this is Live with Ryan Reese. We're kind of breaking down just like the roots of the whosoever's, the past and even where it is now in the future. We're going to be taking your calls uh, throughout this night as well. Maybe you're going through something, you're going through a testing, a trial. Maybe you have have a question, uh, whatever it may be. Call in tonight at 888-564-6173. Again, triple eight five six four six one seven three. Also, for the whosoever's, if you've been connected with the whosoever's, the whosoever's have impacted you in some way. We'd love to hear your stories here uh, this evening as well. Um, I was saying that sort of off so natural. I remember Ryan when we went. I went up to Vegas with you. 
we already knew Sonny. And then that's where we met up with Head, the first time we met up with Head, and then with Lacey as well. And I remember it was just like a cool vibe. It felt like family right away. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of sharing their stories. I remember I connected with Head because he had a, a battle with meth real bad. Mm-hmm. I had was struggling on meth the last couple of years I came to the Lord. So we had a connection. Lacey was so down to earth. Sonny's the most genuine, mm-hmm. nicest dude ever. Um, and we were all jowled together. And then as they you they all came and met you because you were going to go speak out there. Then they all ended up speaking the same thing uh, in that Vegas. That was my first speaking engagement that I got booked for. I remember. It was crazy. <laughs> and after our conversation that night, we were all there in Vegas. I was like, why don't we just all go up on stage together and tell all our right. stories? So we just turned it into – and that was kind of the birth of the movement. There wasn't even a name back then. There wasn't. It was just like, well, let's go tell our stories at this event. And I remember that too. I don't know if it was that time or another time where Sonny was p- talking about that name as uh, going to be a reggae band, possibly that whosoever name. But he really saw this vision of people linking arms across the world, identifying mm-hmm. as followers of Christ and just being an influence because he had traveled the world being a musician. He had traveled the world playing in front of tens of thousands of people and you're seeing hurting people all around and people are just all in, you know, engaged with the music. But then Sonny would see some of the rock stars and other bands and behind the scenes and their life's a mess. And he's like, the crowd is following lives of these people. Their their lives are destroyed, (laughs) you know, and he would see these people and he would, God was stirring in his heart, like how to connect with the world and like linking arms with people to recognize that God does have a plan for their lives and everything began is so naturally like you were saying like your mindset like what God bless you with is for as or who he prepared you for mm-hmm. beforehand working in the skate industry and branding and logos and all that kind of working stuff. Working with musicians, doing concerts, music right. festivals. I yeah. already, I've been doing this stuff before I even started the movement. And right. it, it prepared you for this thing. Yeah. So as it started going, because I say that is interesting to bring up a logo or brand, but right. um, it's crazy how much it's impacted. I was just at somewhere the other day. I was at the gym and I was wearing uh, one of the whosoever shirts. This guy came up to me and he says, I, I like that shirt. And I'm like, oh, yeah, and started talking. Then he started saying, oh, I no, he's like, oh, yeah, I remember listening to Ryan Reese and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And so I was able to talk to him like it was crazy. And right. then I was like putting the, the pieces to get together. It happens all the time with the clothing. Exactly. When you're rocking the whosoever gear, hat or whatever, people ask like a question. They were at this event. They heard this. They heard that. And it's an amazing thing how it's been able to impact so many people's life in these eight, nine years. It's gone by like that. Man, that's exactly why I'm doing the wake-up message. I just got fired up when you said (laughs) that. (laughs) Dude, because, you know, when we go out, dude, God shows up. Right. And people are getting saved like crazy. Mm -hmm. Everywhere we go. You know, right. we, we just we were just did the, the wake up message at my dad's church yes. and just under seven hundred people came forward that night because they wanted to encounter God. Right. You know, it's like the Holy Spirit's moving. Same thing in the high schools. Yeah. We're seeing God move and lives are being transformed. People that were gay are no longer gay. People that were suicidal are no longer suicidal. This is why the movement exists to go out and to spread the gospel because our mission is the Great Commission. That is, that's where we're at right now. That's why we started this thing from day one, from 2000, uh, or was it 2009? 2009. Since that day it started, what was our whole mission? It was to reach people. Right. That was it. We just were like, I mean, now we know more about the Bible and we know how to teach the Bible and stuff, but we were just like, 
Well, remember, no, like, yeah. uh, you remember, you know, so you had the the, the Pomona Fairgrounds uh, one the festival. One Love for Chi concert. Yeah, yeah the yep. One Love for Chi concert. Uh, thousands of people there. It was crazy. Um, the Murder of the Flesh tour that you did across the United States. Dude, that know, was sick. Got in like an RV, right. took <laughs> off with, with the guys and was able to go speak all these different places. 38 stops in a month and a half. And that even like, that even went through South America as well. That's insane. Dude, I want to do it again. I know. Who has an RV? Exactly. Don't need an RV. I'll take it across the United States. But the beauty, and we'll give it back when we're done. <laughs> but I think that you know the beauty of it is, is that you know the whosoever's yes is a is a movement. But once you hear about it and once you experience it, all of a sudden now you feel like you belong to something. And people always want to belong to something. It's a community. It's a community where people who are who call themselves a whosoever are now considered family like-minded yes and they have a place to go to talk about whatever issues they're going through you know they can email they can you know on instagram whatever it is and they know they have the assurance that someone's on the other side that's going to pay attention to them it's like it's like calvary chapel you go to calvary chapels right when Mm -hmm. you you can go to any calvary chapel around the world pretty much and you walk in and you're like i'm calvary like if you if you go to a calvary chapel right right I'm not saying Calvary Chapel is the only way. No, yeah. it's not. If you're a Calvary, if you're a Calvary <laughs> Chapel head, wherever you go, you just feel that community, right? Because it's like you're taught the same. Mm-hmm. You just know that whole vibe. You know, it's right. like the mm-hmm. same theology and whatever. Exactly. So with the Whosoever's movement, it's kind of the same thing. You know, we just happen to be. Most of us are from Calvary Chapel, right? But um, when you go to these Whosoever events, you you've been impacted. If you've been to a Whosoever event, you've been impacted pretty much the same way. Right, it's the same style of, of of teaching and everything. So you feel this this community, and, you, and normally when you get saved through the Whosoever's movement, it's because you're at a high school or you have some kind of outreach event. Right, right. So you've exactly. had that kind of similar experience as these other people. Or you heard the same radio show, right, or the same teaching. So it's this community, yeah. right? You know, of 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 people. It's it's crazy too because as it began so so naturally and everything and it continues to do so it's amazing how you see God's hand upon it uh, upon the whole uh, movement because it's like now put together in such a way where it has a focus like it was something that was just so randomly like hey you putting the logo together clean look just so like when you're doing a flyer doing an event and it's all connected then it's like throw the logo on a shirt you know connected. And that the whole clothing aspect has evolved in a lot of ways as well. But why is the clothing there? Because as all those that purchase any of the product, all of those proceeds go right back into the movement. Like it complements one another. Well, I, I mean, when we read the Bible, you, you read about uh, Paul. Was it Paul? He was a tent maker by right. day. Right. And then he was a preacher by night. Well, we, I mean, the bottom line is I, I wish people would like to donate. Mm-hmm. We do, people do donate, right. but let's just think about it. The average person would rather spend money on themselves. So we're like, cool. We're temp makers by day. Our jobs before were in the apparel line. Right. So let's come up with a product. We're going to create product. And then when people, because a lot of people don't want to donate, they'd rather just buy a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, a, that's. Basically like a donation, but like the guy gets to wear it, helps us, it gets the name out. Right. But it also goes back to fund our mission to hit the high schools. So, I mean, like I said, doing T-shirts and doing concerts and music festivals, we can do that all day long in our sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's that's not the main focus. Right. I mean, I'm just stoked that I get to actually wear something that means something now. Like, you see all these other brands and all the stuff that's going on, 
Dude, they got wee leaves on the on the on the socks and the t-shirts, and they got the syrup drinks. I mean, if you guys know what I'm talking about, they got drugs and alcohol right. and naked girls on product pushing to our kids. Exactly. I mean, hey, we got sick designs. They're not corny Christian designs, right, right. where you know has verses and stuff going across them. I'm not right. into that stuff. Yeah. You you come at me when I was in the world, or you come at any of my friends with some Christian t-shirt that has verses on it, and you try and witness to some of my friends, mm-hmm. see you coming a mile away. <laughs> hey, Jesus says, "Be wise." I send you out as monk. I send you out in the midst of wolves. Be wise as a serpent, gentle Jones as a dove. dove. Exactly. We need to navigate. We got to be wise when we approach people. Right. And with the whosoever's, you are whosoever's people. The non-Christians are going to go. Hey, man, what are the whosoever's? Exactly. Boom, the door is open. Right. They ask now. You get to tell them what's up. Right. But if you come with some verse on your shirt. Yep. You're not going to even get that opportunity. Exactly. And it's not like we didn't even come up with that idea. That was just a God thing. We right. just we just had the name and we decided just to do cool graphics. Right. But now what we're seeing as God has given us this mind to create this stuff because he's the creator. He's taught, taught, teach, he's taught us how to create. Now, just naturally, our product and our apparel is working to witness to people. Mm-hmm. And it was that wasn't even why we even created it in the right. first place. <laughs> exactly. I can you remember I mean? yeah. you guys made that uh, sweatshirt. Um, words you, words uh, are bullets. Words are bullets. And yep. I wore it to the school one time and I sold two. I mean, like literally two people came out. Where do I get this? Where I'm like, I well, it? I can get it for you. This is how much it is. And they were like, yeah, we want to, you know, they were like all into it. And I didn't say a word. I just wore it, and that's the beauty of it. It's it's a walking billboard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A testament of who the whosoever's are and who Christ is. You know what I'm saying? We we, to- we do it like okay, words are bullets. It, yeah. You know, that's basically like you know, words can. It's almost like James when it says you know, words can like you could bless someone. That's right. where we actually the words are bullets was inspired by the verse in James. Right. You could you could lift someone up. You could bless someone with your tongue. Yep. Or you, you could destroy yeah. someone's life. So that was basically the whole theme. So again, wise as a serpent, exactly. gentle as a dove. Exactly. You know, we got to be creative. God yep. is a, he created us to be creative. Right. You know, I'm wearing a shirt right now. It says the good life. The whosoever is the good life. That's mm-hmm. a palm tree. What is the good life? Dude, the good life is the spirit led life. That was the inspiration of it. Right. You know, it's not the good life's not being, I'm not saying be rich. No. If someone asked me, the whosoever, what is the good life? Dude, it's, it's me living for Christ, the spirit led life. And 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 doing what he's called me to do, and not doing all these, making all these bad decisions. Right. So there's there's ways to be creative and to reach this world, and not speak Christianese. And exactly. that's what the Who Service is not about. It's not about speaking Christianese. Jesus didn't speak Christianese. He spoke the language of the culture. Right. He was talking to the farmers. He, he talked of their language. Peter, Paul, John the Baptist. Yep. No one was speaking Christianese. Mm-mm. If we're going to reach this generation for Christ. We got to know the language of the culture, exactly, and ways to reach them. Right, you know, I just, I'm not saying God can't use a, a scripture on a T-shirt. You know, He could, but if you if you're trying to reach people, wise as a serpent, gentle as a dove. If you're tuning in right now, this is live with Ryan Reese. We're kind of, I, I wanted Ryan to kind of expound upon just a vision of the whosoever's again. Maybe you're, you're tuning in for the first time. Maybe you you've heard about the whosoever's, but maybe you're just wanting more, more clarity. Uh, it was birthed in 2009. Here we're in 2017. A lot of things have taken place. A lot of ministry's been taking place. A lot of lives have been impacted uh, over the years. Maybe your life's been impacted over the years. We're going to be taking phone calls on the other side of the break in a little bit. Um, the number is 888 564 
888-346-6173. You know, and that just brings us up to, to now. You know, when you look at Sonny and the other guys, like, you know, Sonny knew that in the time of his life right now, he was called to continue, you know, singing, being in the lead singer to, to P.O.D., and going out, and that was his impact. You know, all of us that in the midst of it all had to find their defining point. You too. Right. You had no idea that you were going to be speaking and teaching and doing the things that you're doing now. Um, it was more of like the designing and you know vision, putting on these events and stuff like that, which is still a part of what you do as well. But it's evolved in a lot of ways, and now it's been an amazing journey up to this point, and to see what God has in the future. Like you said, right now the heartbeat of for you personally, the wake up tour, going in and going back to the church too, to and to encourage and to get locked armed to see what's taking place in the world today because of what you've been exposed with the whosoever is like you you get the the, the pulse of what's taking place in the culture and like there's issues there's problems we got to wake up we got to have a vision uh, to be used by God and then for the kill the noise tour. That's going right back to the pulse of this of this culture, of the young people, of the high schools, and going down that avenue. Ronnie's come out with you. Ronnie Feist has come mm-hmm. out with you. Sonny Sandoval has come to these uh, school things as well. So the heartbeat is still there. So what you just covered is there's there's different tours. It's in case you, there's three <laughs> things we're talking about. Right. Yeah. There's the whosoever's movement at large. Then through the whosoever's movement, what we do is we go into the high schools to reach the high school students, and our tour to the high schools, public high schools, is called Kill the Noise. So that's what we're explaining. Then we have this wake-up tour that's going on that God led me to go to the churches Mm -hmm. and bring the church up to speed, what I'm encountering with these high school students and what's going on in the culture as I'm involved in the music industry, skate industry, and art uh, art scene and all these other things. So I'm doing this wake-up message as I'm touring high school, uh, touring churches. So I'm actually currently right now touring churches with the wake up message, doing Sunday mornings and Sunday nights. Then I'm also touring public high schools with Sonny, Feist, myself, and a couple other guys. But, you know, if I were to narrow down what the Whosoever's movement is, we're like the John the Baptist generation. Mm-hmm. We're John the Baptist. Right. We are, we are calling, we are letting people know that Jesus Christ is coming back for his church. That we need to repent of our sins and turn to God because the kingdom of heaven is near. Right. Jesus Christ is coming for a second coming. And that's what we're doing. We're letting them know that they don't have to be slaves to sin and that they can have eternal life and be forgiven. And that's exactly what's happening. People's lives are being transformed and they're turning their lives around and now they're reaching their friends. And wouldn't you say, like, as you encountered and going into these high schools, haven't you discovered that? There's a generation that is being raised without any concept of who God is. Dude, that's why it's so amazing. These kids know nothing about Jesus Christ and the cross. They are completely open to the gospel. Right. The harvest is ripe. Mm -hmm. The workers are few. Exactly. The harvest is ripe. People, these kids are open to it. But I think that's good also for, you know— People in the church, Christians who have been, you know, in the Lord a long time, because I think that, you know, they forget that, like, yeah, there is this generation that these parents were not raised with anything that has to do with the Lord. I mean, you know, like when I was raised, like my mom knew who the Lord was. It might not have been a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, but there wasn't like nothing spoken of God in our house. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And to understand why this is so important is because 
that is this generation, that they know nothing about the Lord. And that's why it's so important. And that's why people need to get involved. Why? Because if we do not go out and tell this generation about Jesus Christ, then there's going to be another generation that's further beyond this generation of no knowledge of who God is. Look at it like this. We have major opportunity as the church. These are the most exciting times in world history to be living. The, The kids... This generation is open to the gospel. It's not, it's not hard right. to go out and tell them about Jesus. These young kids, it's not like, oh, yeah, we know. Get out of my face. Exactly. They're like, wait, what? He did what? He died on the cross? They never yeah. even heard about it. Right. They're totally open to hear. We're going to be going to a break in one minute. Go ahead and let's, uh, let's plug this stuff, Sean. Um, a couple things for the whosoever's to wake up to for Ryan. Ryan Reese is now booking throughout the U.S. Um, his wake up tour, going to the churches. Go to info at ryanreese.com if you want to bring him over there. Also, the Kill the Noise Tour. Schools are starting to already start again. We want to come to your high school. If you're a part, you're an administrator, you're a teacher, you're a janitor, you go to the school, you have a vision for your school, sign up. Go to info at com for the Kill the Noise Tour and have it brought to your school. Um, the other thing is what we're talking about. Go to whosovers.com. You can purchase product. All product goes right back into the mission to do what we do. And then also, uh, you can just be a part by donating monthly, uh, however you choose, at the whosovers.com. All those things are there. I encourage you to follow the whosovers, all the social media platforms as well. You're able to stay up to speed with everything that's taking place as well. Come out and get involved. Come to our high schools with us and pass out pizza to the kids. That's right. Set up, tear down. Dude, let's do this. We'll see you guys right after the break. Bye. More live with Ryan Race coming up. Everything all right? Sure. Call now. 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop de doo now, back to live with Ryan Reese. Don't say we didn't warn you. Loud noises! And we're back. So, we have a couple comments uh, that came in during the break, and it's uh, Gabby from Florida. Question is When's Austin going to be back in the studio? That's a good question. <laughs> he's, in, uh, he's on his way to Costa Rica right now, so he'll be, be- actually, he's going to be down there for a couple months. And uh, doing rehabilitation um, because of the surgery. But we are working. You've heard it here first. We are working on a, a tour, maybe, maybe like a five to six stop tour from the West Coast to the East Coast. Probably um, maybe like January or February. It's going to be a limited dates. And there'll be that interview format of him telling his story. So that's in the works right now as we speak. And probably around that time is going to be the next time he's going to be in studio. And... You need prayer because something happened when uh, your friend passed away this week from having mental illness. So we're just going to pray for you. Lord, we pray for Gabby in the name of Jesus. We ask that you'll just give her rest and peace during this time, Lord. I pray that um, you'll be with uh, her friend's parents and all the relatives and everyone that's surrounding him, Lord, as uh, he passed away this week. God, I pray that for your grace and mercy on their family. And Lord, I ask that you will reveal yourself to their family and just to meet them right where they're at in this this time, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. We love you, Gabby, out in Florida. Hi, Gabby. 
So let's go ahead and uh, let's give this number out before we take this next call. Yeah, we're going to start taking some of the phone calls and kind of continue chopping it up a little bit about the Huso Vision. Uh, um, Call in at 888-564-6173. Again, 888-564-6173. You should lock that phone number in your phone because that number never changes. Absolutely. Let's take Susan from Mission Viejo. Hello, Susan. You're listening live with Ryan Reese. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing excellent. I'm blessed. Honored. This is the first time I'm ever calling, but I've been (laughs) attending and coming uh, to Diamond Bar occasionally when I get a chance and also bringing some um, um, Muslim friends of mine or non-believer friends and relatives of mine, because I'm an ex-Muslim saved by blood of Jesus. Amen. So 24 years ago. Yes, sir. That's awesome. So what's uh, what's your question or comment tonight? Well, the comment that I wanted to make is that uh, years back in one of your events, when you guys had an event which was um, an outing with all the classic cars and and people who got saved and oh, how it is, uh, colorful people and with all the tattoos and everything. So I brought my Muslim mother. Uh-huh. My mom got saved two months ago. She's almost 80 years old, but she's a young 80. Wow. And... Uh, Anyways, we are um, from Middle East for security purposes. I don't say my last name or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And because I do go back to countries in Middle East that are notorious for persecuting Christians and have been um, arrested and beaten and thrown and, and in jail. And the Lord gave me freedom and brought me back to the United States because I have two generations born here. And I'm part of Calvary Chapel, Huntington Beach. Anyways, and a missionary and go ministry. Amazing. So, yeah, what I wanted to say is that one day when we were just again, I was talking and saying, Mom, why the Lord Jesus appeared in my room and I wanted to take my life. I never had drug problem. I never had alcoholism. I never, honestly, I never had pornography problem or anything. Yeah. But I had other problems. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm, I'm holy at all. But right. I had other problems. Like... Uh, telling lies with no remorse, coming from a very sheltered kind of like upper middle class family, whatever, and everybody thinks science and money and education, you know, makes you better than anybody else. But the Lord had a plan for me. Seven Adventist um, missionaries back in my country, they had English classes, so my family, you know, signed me up. Anyway, seed was planted when I was 10 years old. I came to United States to pursue my education, be a linguist, learn six languages. So one day when I heard that you guys had the uh, event, so I took my mom, and I didn't say where we were going. I wasn't tricking them. But Surprise. I said, mom and my, <laughs> my brother, I said, why don't we go? You know, uh, there's an outing, there's hamburger, hot dogs, you know, music, this and that. But it is in the church. I did tell them that. I wasn't lying, but I wasn't telling the whole thing. Because right. I know it would it would have scared the bejesus out of them. So I said, <laughs> why don't we go? So we, we did go. And my mom was like, who are these people? Because she was so used to these Christians who are in the pew, looking all, you know, so Amish looking, or maybe other ones. Anyway, no disrespect. And I was like, okay. Says the Muslim. Uh, mom, mom, you're going to be fine. You're going to be safe. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you the story. Some of these people, probably ex-prostitutes. Some of them ex-gangsters and criminals, maybe murdered somebody. I don't know. I don't know anybody personally, but I know Raul Reese as the pastor that I speak. I mean, I excuse me, he speaks and I listen to him, and he knows my pastor at uh, Calvary Chapel Refuge. And then I've been listening to him for 24 years that I've got saved, 
and this is his son who is part of the youth forever. And I listened to corn when I was a headbanger for the enemy. Yes, still like Judas Priest and Iron uh-huh. Maiden. And even though I come from Middle East, yes, we do this. <laughs> this is amazing. I know. Yes, we do. We do. So I, I know I you do. Like I know. No love on the headbang for Jesus. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you will always be the black sheep of the family. And I'm older. I'm in my, uh, you know, uh, late 50s. So mm-hmm. I said, you know what, Mom, I want you to really trust me that I wouldn't take you anywhere that you would be in harm's way. Same with my brother who has mental illness and a war, you know, veteran and stuff. So mm-hmm. I said, why don't you guys just come in? Short story, I mean, long story short, because I know time is valuable and I don't want to take time from other people. But this is a huge testimony. I said, Mom, I want you to please just listen to the music, enjoy the food, my treat, anything you guys want. So we walked around, talked to a few people, people who had, you know, metal coming out of their ears and nose and this and that. And I'm not scared by that. Even though I don't have one tattoo on my body, but I always wanted to have one. But I was scared that I would be... You know, like judged by my family or whatever. Anyways, so tell, said, so tell me what happened here because we only got a couple minutes left. We got to take all these exactly. calls. What happened? They're like, wow, you know, Jesus Esau Masih, which means in Arabic and Alayhi Salam and Injil, which is the Old and New Testament. Really, people can get saved because Muslims, the only thing they go to heaven by good deeds and mm-hmm. bowing down to Allah and doing all the mm-hmm, rituals the and going to Mecca. Yeah. I said, no, Mom, it's just the heart issue. You just have to give your heart to Jesus. And I told her and him, my brother, your story, the fact that how many years what you were doing and how lost you were and deceived and destructive life and everything. Same with, you know, Brian Welsh and same with Sunny mm-hmm. and same with everybody else and testimony of the other ladies. She was floored. She was like, this is the new side of Christianity. I'm <laughs> I said, yes, Mom. When Jesus said, I'm going to finish with this, Jesus said he walked with sinners. These are sinners. I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. She's like, no, I'm going to go to heaven. I said, no, mom, you're not going to heaven. Hmm. She says, honestly, I said, yes, mom, you're not going to go to heaven by just bowing down to Muhammad and Allah and this and that. You have to receive Jesus, Isaiah Masih, in your heart. Lo and behold, I never gave up on that. This was about almost 10 years ago. That's my amazing. mom received Jesus two months ago, and my brother got saved like maybe about a month after when we were there. That's <laughs> amazing, Susan. That's amazing. Thank you so much for that Susan phone call. Yeah. yeah. Man, amazing. I, I was just blown away. Everything that you said, that's why we wanted to kind of chop it up and talk about these things. So amazing. Be praying for you, your family, that God continues you to work through you guys' life. That was an amazing phone call. It was. You know what that story reminds me of is, uh, you know, I was reading today in Matthew, uh, was it Matthew 9, 9, it says, as Jesus was walking along, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. He said, follow me, be my disciple. Then Jesus said to him, so Matthew got up and followed him. Later, Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to his home for as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners, dirty sinners. But when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, "Why does he eat? Why does he eat? Why does your teacher eat with such scum?" And then, when Jesus heard this, he said, "Healthy people don't need a doctor; sick people do." Then he added, "Now go and learn the meaning of these scriptures. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifice. For I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners." sinners. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that was like honestly that verse right there. That story was 
the verse that really motivated me to even get involved with the whole movement. That was kind of it, like basically going and hanging out with sinners because that was the whole Great Commission, why Jesus came. He didn't come for the well. well. He came for people that knew they were sinners. And it's not being whacked out on drugs no. or alcohol. It could be something just lying, cheating, whatever. Right. just basically not having a relationship with God. That's who Jesus came for. Exactly. That's what the Susan was talking about. Coming from a middle, upper class family, thought that science and, and money, and that's what prestige was. That's what makes you better than other people. That's a big uh, group of people as well. Exactly. You know, and when you recognize that you can have all those things, but man, there's still something lacking. And I love the way that Susan brought it up. Like, no, you need Jesus. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You need Christ in your life. Uh, if you're tuning in right now, this is live with Ryan Reese. If you want to call in, you can call in at triple eight five six four six one seven three. Again, triple eight five six four six one seven three. There's many people that are out there that have been impacted by the whosoever's. You know, we've seen all ages too. That's great. An eighty year old grandmother <laughs> is coming uh, to one of Muslim. the events. Yeah. I'm thinking, I wonder if it was one of the sessions that we did. That's what I was I kind of thinking because you said Golden Springs. So right. that's the one thing I was I was kind of thinking. There, was, there, yeah, there were several events that we had there. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it could have been the, the one, of, one of the conferences. could have been Head Town a Story on one of the nights. Right. I mean, who, who knows? So many different events. But, yeah, good stuff. Let's give that number out. Uh, the number is 888 6173 you know, and just kind of piggybacking from what we've been talking about right now, you know, now the vision is still, like I said, clear and it's focused. Like Ryan's saying, that the Kill the Noise Tour, going to these high schools, I believe is an amazing opportunity. An opportunity, like Ryan was saying before the break, all of you guys can be involved in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, these are, first, some people have to get moved in their heart and like see the need, like, Look right. at the need. Just turn your television. And now exactly. this is an opportunity. This is a group. The whosoever's have been able to get an open door to get into these high schools. Now, if you would pray, if you would be able to give to the cause, it's going to be uh, allow them to go many places. Like Ryan already said, he wants to eat about 23 last year. Looking into this new year, he would love to do 60. Dub over doubling what they did last year. Already is getting booked to go to Washington and Seattle. Uh, going to go down to San Diego, uh, Visalia, other places. It, it, you know, the calendar starting to get filled in, in a cool way. But there's still many places that you'd like to go. Many opportunities. Yeah, I mean, when you look at um, doing outreach, you know, people. A lot of people say, "Let's do outreach." This is the one thing that always got me bummed out. Is because growing up in the church and then get, leaving the church and getting saved and coming back to the church, you see people that are like we're doing an outreach. We're going to do it on our church parking lot. Or we're going to do an outreach in our church. I'm like, that is not outreach. That is called inreach. If we're going to go outreach, we've got to be like Jesus. We've got to go out. Right. I mean, it says that Jesus went out from town to town, city to city, preaching the gospel, praying for people, healing for people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we got to do what Jesus did. And the disciples, they went out. Yeah, they were at the temple. They went to temple right. to do their thing. But they were out touring, reaching people, and we have to go out and live out the Great Commission. And I mean, the way we have it set up, we're in front, like I said, we're going to public high schools. These are non-Christian kids. 
We're going in at lunch. We're filling the auditorium, not the auditorium, but what is it? It's the um, gymnasium. The gymnasium. Dude, they're there. And the percentage of non-Christians hearing the gospel, and you could go on our social media, you can go watch our videos. Dude, all the kids are getting saved. Every school we've been going to for the last three years, dude, we have the audio. When you hear people accepting Jesus Christ, they're like the whole place. Right. Is giving their life to the Lord. Why? Because the harvest is ripe. Mm-hmm. Join us. Pray for us. Get behind us in any possible way. I mean, I think it comes out to like $3.25. $3.25 a kid. Right. I mean, you think of these huge Christian concerts people are dumping millions exactly. into. I mean, <laughs> yeah. do the numbers and look at the fruit. Yeah, it's a, it's a no no brainer. It's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. There's a need that's there. There's an opportunity, and so we do. We, we encourage you guys and um, have a vision for your school. Sign up at the info at the dot com to be able to get in the line. Everything's organized. We got guys that are that are monitoring all the emails and everything. They'll they'll make it happen as you take that first step to to invite them through. So knowing. Imagine if we could do 60 schools. I know. Dude, I want to do 60 schools. That's That'd like, I, we did the number. I think it's 30,000 kids. We could, oh, a, a low number. Yeah. If only 500 100. kids showed up, right. that'd be 30,000 kids. Exactly. That we could be 30,000 non-Christian kids. Right. Exactly. That are dealing with suicide, depression, which is so common. Yeah. Suicide. They just said, I just got a statistic the other day. It said that 80% of adolescents from 18... To 11 years old, contemplate suicide. Yeah. 80%. It's the second um, highest uh, killer in teens. Like, second. It's not like it's 20th. It's second. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how That's how vital it is, and that's how, you know, much it's going on. It's like before, you never really thought about it. I mean, here and there, but, you know, not really. But now, it's so prevalent. It's not anything weird to be like, yeah, so-and-so's complimenting suicide. It's not like, <gasps> it's like, wow, okay, so what's going on? Are they depressed? Are they isolated? What is it that they're going through? You know what I'm saying? It's actually trending. It is. That's the problem. It's trending, it's trending. believe it or not. Yes, exactly. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. So knowing your heart and knowing how, you know, you have a heart for kids and going out and pulling them out of the fire – what is it that made you decide to do the wake up tour? Because the wake up tour is pretty much in the churches. And so you're speaking to Christians per se in, you know, and well, so what, why did you choose to do that? It's, yeah, it's, you so, know what it's I'm funny saying? that I'm doing the wake up yeah. message for, for the church. Exactly. Because, well, because everything I do has been outreach to the community, to non-Christians. Right. But then God just did this work inside me and he just laid it on my heart that I needed to put together this message called wake up to go to the churches and not necessarily, it's not wake up, like wake up church. Right. It's from that verse in John four thirty five when Jesus says, wake up or in the King James, it says, lift your eyes and look around. The harvest is ripe. And what I'm doing is I'm taking all my experience, everything that I've come across these kids talking to them and the success stories and the failures in the last three years and bringing it to the church and tying it in with what's going on with the youth, what's going on with culture, in the music, skateboard, movies, TV shows, end times prophecy. And I tie it all together in this one study and I'm delivering it to the church. It's almost like it's a, it's an edification to the church to wake up, look around at the harvest ripe so that they will go out 
and go light the world on fire right. for Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what this message, message is. And because of this huge response that we've been seeing as I've been touring to the churches, mm-hmm. speaking to the church, I got older people, young people. I got atheists coming to the Lord. <laughs> older people that are Christians are like, man, we got to do something about it. And because the success and what God has been, God's success, right. that he's being glorified through this message, <clears throat> that, that, that's why now we are actually opening this um, this tour to the whole United States. Right. It was just Southern California. We already booked out three months just right out of the gates. And I'm like, okay, we need to open it up to the United States because what other people – I'm like, I just want to work with people that are down for the mission. Right. I don't want to convince people. Exactly. I'm like, if you believe that you, we need to reach this generation now, call us and let's partner. Let's go reach all the schools in your community. Right. Well, yeah. that simple. Let, let's be honest as well, because going to the churches, the church has a lot of issues. There's a right. lot of sickness there. There's a lot of young people that have grown up in the church, but they're not walking with God either. And they're being exposed to just like anybody else, whether you're, you're you know, in the church or whether you're mm-hmm. in a public school, that doesn't matter. You're exposed. Social media makes you exposed to so many different things. Mm-hmm. We've been shopping up so many issues Last few weeks, the big thing was that Teen Vogue magazine a few weeks ago, uh, how it's giving these illicit details of the the, the sexual stuff that is just, it's vulgar. And -hmm. it's going to an audience of 11 to like, what, 18 is like the target audience for Teen Vogue. And it's just polluting their minds and kids are being bombarded with this stuff. The the transgender, all these kind of confusion things, because ministries change like, it, it, from the birth of the Who Service 2009, now you look at it where it's at right now, there's even a greater need mm-hmm. of you know reaching out to this generation because things are continually getting darker and darker. People are being feeling more lost or more hurt, depressed and right. stuff. So it's a perfect opportunity right now. I look at the church as like a hospital. Absolutely. And, they, and we have the cure. And the cure is Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? So everybody comes wounded. You don't have to come perfect. You don't have to come with your life figured out. You just come and the Lord is going to clean you up and he's going to give you the cure. And that is who he is, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just, that's, that's what it's all about. It's all about going, knowing that when you go there, that you are going to get the help you need. And the help is Jesus Christ. Jesus is eternal life. Jesus yes. is holiness. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Exactly. That's it. We're going to go ahead and take this call. We have a few minutes left of the show. We're going to go ahead and take Paige from Texas. What's up, Paige? Hey, guys. Hello. I won't, won't take up your time. No worries. Um, just wanted to say that I stumbled across you, kind of like Ryan. I saw his book, read it, and stumbled across the whosoever's on Facebook, I think. Start following you guys. It was the darkest time of my entire life. Suicide was an option. Um, had guns, not afraid of them. Mm-hmm. And through, and I didn't have a church and felt isolated. Well, I was very isolated. Um, OD'd in 2009, cocaine. And God pulled me out of that because um, I shouldn't have stayed through it. And mm-hmm. uh, the whole uh, demons, uh, like Ryan's talked about, I totally experienced that. And mm-hmm. um, but watch, y'all became my church on Friday nights. I didn't have a church. We, we actually ho- We actually just for the listeners, we do have a church on Friday night. Yep, right. that we go through and we're teaching yeah. the Bible. Uh, whosoever yeah. f- or is called Whosoever Friday Nights w- back then. W- it's yeah. called Friday Nights. Yeah, now it's W Live Fridays. Yeah. You can go to dot com for all the archives. But that's amazing. That's why we started doing stuff like that. Yeah. 
That was created for you. Yeah, and so now I'm like a huge promoter for you. Like I post it constantly, post it constantly. Okay, everybody, tonight, tune in live. That's awesome. Catch that it on you- if you missed it, catch it on YouTube. Um, but um, just real quick, I mean, that brought Mar- Marlene Barba. And then, mm-hmm. and what she went through was right where I was at. And it was like, whoa. And through that, Mar- Marlene and I, like, we're friends on Facebook now. We've talked on the phone and cried and prayed together. And amazing. through through more, uh, you know, supporting what she does and asking her advice on certain situations. All of yep. that to say that all of that happened in my life. I can now sit down face-to-face with someone. God has put, I have never been married. I have no children. I knew a long time ago, inner knowing through God, that I would never be married, never have children, but God has brought me spiritual children. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I have the, you know, the whosoever's are my people. And Dude, so that is awesome. <laughs> I was explaining to a friend from another church um, right before the show. She, I was posting for church tomorrow. And I put on there, no religion, bring your cutoffs, T-shirts, flip-flops. It's Houston. It's 100,000 degrees. <laughs> we got snow cones, no religion. And she wrote on there, what exactly does that mean? No doctrine? And I explained it to her. And then I wrote her personally. And I explained the whosoever's right before the show came on. So I'm going to get her to go back and listen. And she's right. not listening now. <laughs> but anyway, I love you guys. And you have really, like, throughout the years, grown with you guys. Mm-hmm. And um, and I do tr- donate what I can every month. Well, thanks but, for helping us out um, getting the high schools. Thank you. I yeah, I need to get more product. And uh, I just want to just tell you guys that when Sean said comment, y'all have affected me hugely, and I thank God for you. Well, hey, thank we, you, we thank you for this phone call because it encourages us to keep doing what we're doing. You know, that's 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 just basically what the movement is. Right. I mean, we reach people for Christ. And we disciple them. We have exactly. studies. We have Friday nights. We have Sunday night shines. And our doctrine is the doctrine of the Bible. We teach every, we go from Genesis to Revelations, verse by verse, story by story, back and forth through the Bible. And that's it. If it's not in the Bible, we don't believe it. You know? Exactly. It's very simple. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever believes in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, shall be saved and have eternal life. As we stay in a relationship with him, as we abide in Christ, then the fruits of the Spirit produce through us. And what Paige described is exactly what the whosoever was wanted to be, a community. A I community. mean, she lives in Texas, and she went online, and she got hooked up with some other whosoever's, and then they started calling each other and praying with each other, and it's that community yep. where you know that you have someone there that you can turn to when you're going through hard times. Hey, I'm going through this. Can you pray for me? Yes. And they're praying for each other, and... That's what the whosoever's is all about. They're all over it. Look exactly. online. If you find Ryan whosoever or Jody whosoever right. or Paige whosoever, that's a whosoever. Right. They're exactly. Connected. They exist. Yep. Then they're all connected. Well, in closing, well, let's let's uh, let's run through this. Yeah. Let's go <laughs> one, one more time. Remember, the wake-up tour, that's Ryan going to the churches. If you want to bring Ryan out to a church, go to info at ryanreese.com. The Kill the Noise Tour, that's the thing that's right around the corner. Schools are already opening. If you're a part of administration, a teacher, student, you want to bring the whosoever's to your campus for the Kill the Noise Tour, go to the info at whosoever's.com. Go to whosoever's.com, pick up product, donate to the cause. We love you guys. Continue to pray and be a part of the movement. Love you guys. Peace.
This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com 